0: Redeemer family, welcome to another Formation Moment. I got Pastor Mac with me, who, by the way, this week, Pastor Mac told us he might start going by a PMAC. I don't know if that's, uh,
1: if that's official yet, but- Oh, Master PMAC, Master PMAC.
0: But well, we're going to go. We're going to have a conversation <laughs> on, uh, he preached this morning on 1 John. And so as always, if you have not listened to that sermon, then pause, go listen to that, come back for this conversation. Um, talking about living in the light and what it looks like as as followers of Jesus to live in the light, which is is a really good and timely word. And so let's jump in. Uh, First point was we live in joyful fellowship with God and others, um, which is great. um, But for somebody who doesn't know what joy looks like, uh, let's talk about markers of a joy-filled life. What does a person full of joy look like? How do
1: they live? The only thing I could think of, you know, what Master P Mac thinks about this is that uh, is, um, joy, so I didn't, I didn't speak a lot about joy in the sermon because I wanted to focus more on the fellowship, but but Paul, not Paul, but John does talk about with that relationship being, being full between man and, between, and God and, and, you know, the fellowship being full, he says, and then our joy will be made complete. Mm-hmm. Some versions say your joy will be made complete. And so in the terms of having fellowship, joyful fellowship between us and between God, I think that looks like what I, what I imagine the word harmony looks like, mm. right? Um, so harmony is typically a musical term, you know? And so whenever you, you may not be a musical person, but you know harmony in music when you experience it. Yeah. Sounds go together in such a way that they complement each other in such a way that it makes us feel and experience things in a good way, a beautiful way. And so that's kind of what I think about joy specifically, but joyful fellowship more generally looks like. It looks like we are walking with each other, living together and going, we're going along with each other in such a way that it's beautiful, that it's mm-hmm. right, that it's um that it's uplifting, right? And it's not all about feeling necessarily, but there is a feeling attached to it, right? It, yeah. just, it feels like, we are for each other. This is good. We are good. Those types of things. And I think overall enjoy, joy in joy and just life specifically, man, is, is, is that feeling of things are are um things are good because God is good. Mm. Things will be okay because God will make sure that things become okay. Even though they're terrible. They could be terrible right yeah. now. Yeah. You know that so that yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well what because this is the formation moment, what are the formation practices that help us be have joyful fellowship like as individuals and corporately what are the things we ought to do with our bodies in space to become more joyful people
1: yeah um i think one of the things i said earlier is to make sure that we're we're doing our best to keep short accounts with each other particularly Um, and of course with god as well meaning that we make a habit we make rhythms of confession and you know if you're engaging with the book of common prayer it's impossible to not have a rhythm of confession and so in confession, when we talk about in the Book of Common Prayer, it automatically gives us language to confess to each other and, and to work sure, make sure we're, we're living in harmony with each other. So keep short accounts with each other. Um, you know, one of the things I was taught in, in my um, in, in premarital counseling by our counselor was, you know, the best way to, to, to have a long, joyful marriage is to learn to forgive quickly, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. Um, and that's just because broken people were going to hurt each other, and we have to be willing to forgive quickly, and, but also to repent quickly, right? To admit faults. And so, yeah, um, I think that's probably the, the mo- one of the most practical things we can do is make sure we we be quick to mend those rips, to forgive, to let things go. Um, yeah,
0: and I you have, you beat me to my next question, so maybe just say a little bit more about it. But what does keeping short accounts look like for somebody who just that terminology doesn't resonate? Like, what does it look like? to keep a short account or what does that practically mean?
1: Yeah. Like I said, it means to to not hold on to things, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah. You, you deal with it, deal with it, but let it go. Right. Um, And, and, and it's it's twofold, right? It's, it's the person coming to someone and saying either, Hey, this was hurtful. You hurt me, whatever deal may be, or the other person saying, Hey, I hurt you, whatever. And then the other person be able to say, Oh, my bad, you know, love you. What can I do better? deal with it let's move on right that's a short account um yeah. versus so it's not know,
0: it's not conflict avoidance right no, it we want to be really but... we want to be clear about that and maybe right. um i'll take that a step further it's not um sweeping everything under the rug or it's not right. pretending that a difference doesn't exist but it is actually calling out when there's friction in a relationship for the purpose of finding that that place of peace, right? Yeah. And so it's peacemaking, not peacekeeping, right? Yeah, because I think exactly. that's really important that we don't become um one conflict avoidance could lead us to becoming a faux community, right? A, yeah. a community yeah. like we 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 all love Jesus, right? That's gonna be the one thing that brings us together as a church community. But we yeah. might come at that in very different ways. And we might offend each other. In the ways that we come at that, right, whether that's our a theological belief, or just a day to day interaction. And so I think right. it's important to say, keeping short accounts is not not talking about stuff. It's not um, just moving on from stuff without talking about it. It's really yeah. important that um, that I think the second part of the account right Mm -hmm. it's kind of accountability with one another is Mm -hmm. important um so yeah i just wanted to tease that out if anybody felt like we were saying like yeah just everything is easy breezy and no 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 problem like that's not going to be the case if we're doing this well um we're going to need to have short accounts because it means that we're going to be in there will be things that conflict In our lives Mm -hmm. together, and I think that's important to note um, from a formation perspective that that means then we've got to invite Christ into that process with us, and that's important. Uh, So then, the second point you talked about living in the light, which was great, Um, and so you talked just a minute ago about confession of sin, using the Book of Common Prayer. Um, What does it? What are the the words or the phrases in the prayer of confession? Even let's get really specific. That really form us to think better about just our daily interactions, so that we're quicker to see where we might have offended someone. If, are there key words or phrases in there that you think about um, that just help us be more confessional people?
1: Yeah, I think the main ones is um, we have not loved you as our and we have not loved you um the way we are we have not loved others as ourselves mm-hmm. you know it's, it's the summation of of the law and the prophets that jesus says right love god love yeah. others And i think that's probably the most explicit language but all of it overall you know um and then of course also the proclamation of the priest right i love that right you know that that it talks about actually living now a life of repentance afterwards and and, and living um of gratitude and those types of things um but yeah i think that's that's probably the most the most succinct most explicit language that points it out right we have not loved you as we should we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves um yeah yeah
0: was- yeah i think the the words you know, things we've done and things we've left undone,
1: Undone, yeah, right? Causes yeah. us
0: to be a people that think a little bit deeper because mm-hmm. it's not always something we do, but it might be something we didn't do. And well, I think that's right. a neat thing for us to think about. The other thing I really love about the prayer of confession is um, that we may delight in your will and walk and in your ways to the glory away. of your name, right? I, I that, think yeah. that's really important for Followers of Jesus. Um, Circling back to the first point, what does it look like to be joy filled? Right. It's Mm -hmm. delighting in the way of our father, not just, okay, this is what you want, God. So I'm going to walk it out. But like (laughs) delighting in God's will and walking Mm -hmm. in the way of Jesus, I think is really important. To, in order to live in the lights, right? There, yeah. we've got to be delighting in that. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Last question here. You talked about normalizing transparency, which I think is, again, really big because we are in a culture, I feel or I fear, um, that is faux community or idealized community mm-hmm. is easy, right? Mm-hmm. We sort of get that in Christian subculture niceness, kindness right yeah. but this yeah. idea of normalizing transparency i think is difficult so talk yeah. more about yeah give us a vision in a minute or two of what would it look like for us to be a people that normalize transparency like how our conversations sound mm-hmm. well what, what kinds of things will we say to each other um because yeah. I, I want that i think that was like man I, I want us to be like that that sounds rich
1: yeah well let me give you the, the long version yeah um so One of the things I was writing about this in tandem with working on the sermon is probably the most transparent, most, I guess, quote, unquote, real community I've ever experienced as a Christian was in seminary when I was working in the mental health counseling program. Mm -hmm. And it was a group of 22 of us Christian people going through this program at a seminary. And we just really wanted, we just always talked about what was really going on under the surface. What's the question behind the question? What's the feeling behind the feeling behind the action? All those kinds of things. And this became really normal for us to, be, to, to do that. It became normal for us to not be okay. Mm. So if you ask how you're doing, it was okay for someone to say, well, I'm not really okay right now. And then we can, we can go on from there, but we can yeah. say we're not okay. And it was normal. Well, then, you know, I leave that program. I go back into the real world and even the church world. And you come to find as Christians, and unfortunately, what's more, as Christian leaders, people don't really like to hear not okay. Yep. It's, 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 for some reason, it, it does something to them that it shifts their world somehow to hear someone say they're not okay. And so I think normalizing it means that we, so we, we figure out what it is in us that makes it not okay for others to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Because it, it doesn't affect God for us to not be okay. He's fine with that. He wants us to actually bring that to him. So what is it about us and within us that doesn't make okay for other Christians, brothers and sisters or Christian leaders to not be okay. And that has to shift for us to be able to normalize those conversations for us to be able to normalize and and big, even bigger than normalizing the safe spaces, we have to at least create the safe spaces and that's the hard work. And so that's going to be initiating some very difficult, very new conversations for you, right? That's Mm going to be you intentionally, you know, asking someone to coffee and, Maybe even taking a chance, saying, hey, brother, hey, sister, listen, I really need this kind of relationship. Been praying, and, you know, I think the Lord pointed you out. Can we just talk about some real stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, may be, it may be very new for you and for the other person, but you continue to work at it, int- intentionally work at it. And then, again, another thing I said to say was fight. There's sin in us that I think makes it difficult for us to hear the sins of other people. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the sin of pride, the sin of whatever it is. And so we have to fight those things so that we can make the, the spaces safe for our brothers and sisters to share with us and know that all that's going to come from us is love. All that's going to come from us is the forgiveness that comes from Christ and those types of things. And it's important. I didn't want to say something that I didn't want to harp on too much in the sermon today. And I don't want people to think, because this would be disingenuous to let people think this, that there aren't consequences for sin. That's not what, yeah. what we were saying at all. There are. But I think on our end, when we find ourselves sinning, true repentance says that we also accept consequences and yeah. trust God with those things as well, you know, but, but also understand that all that's coming from him, even with those consequences, is forgiveness.
0: Yeah, so. and I think even to the point, one of the, con- one of the natural consequences of sin, I think, is isolation right and sometimes we do that to ourselves where we isolate ourselves because there's something not quite right and we're not able to enter into those transparent relationships that you're talking about and so i think that in and of itself is the opposite of living in joyful community or fellowship with god and others is that we become isolated we become you know apart right from one another because we're hiding or or whatever and we see that from the garden right like right. god shows up is like where are you like right. you not that god's left but they have hidden themselves right. um and i think so that's that's a consequence of sin it's it's not always something right. disastrous but isolation right. in its own way is a disaster because we were not meant to live alone and so i think that's um a, a, a well-received point that we need to kind of think about but yeah i think just uh to close this out, I think my encouragement for everybody would be um, to do what you just said, to find people – you may have already identified who the people are in your life. Right. You may already be walking with them and have built a foundation with them, and it's just having a conversation about a new depth that you want to get to. But you won't – I don't think it will just happen. Right, And I think that's why we do these formation moments is to remind people that there's an intentionality. If you don't have a conversation with someone to tell them, hey, I really need a space where I do X, Y, Z, right? Mm -hmm. And that could be in the context of friendship or marriage or formation group or wherever. But if you've not had that conversation with another person, um, then you're missing, I think, a gift that God offers us and being in a body of people together, right? We get to be Christ to one another, right? We get to be people who, like Christ, show up and say, here's the wounds, you know, Touch them. Look at them. I'm real. You're real. Let's walk together. And I think that's what we saw um, in your sermon, in the text that we read this morning. And I think that's what we all hope to see in the context of our community going forward. So thank you for leading us into that space and our prayers that this week um, you all will create and begin some new uh, layers to your relationships. um, But ultimately understanding that this is a long journey. um, So we can't we don't get there overnight. But we got to take some steps in that direction. So thank you, Pastor Mac, P Mac, Master P Mac, uh, all those things. Appreciate you. Y'all have a great week. Peace.